Sensors, podcast consumers. Welcome to episode 124, that's right, 124 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Uh, and we've got an action-packed episode for you tonight. I told everyone on the live feed before we actually went to the episode itself, uh, we're going to be a little short this week. It's going to be a little bit short of a shorter episode. <laughs> and fittingly, I'm getting some reverb in my headphones right now. I don't know what the heck is happening. Uh, so maybe that's going to inspire me to cut off a little quicker than, than usual. I've said this, I've said it before so many times that we're going to have a shorter episode and it goes long. Uh, tonight, we're not going to get that tangent hit. It's going to be short just because we got a lot of stuff going on in the Go Tell to the Wall studio. Uh, that's right, episode 124, and as always, we kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us before episodes, after episodes, during episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple places. One of those would be Facebook. We are currently live on Facebook. Head over to facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Like our page, check back off, and that's going to keep you updated on all new episodes, uh, most new content that's coming out, all that good stuff. Uh, so make sure you like our page. Again, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, we are also on YouTube, of course. Head over to YouTube, search Go Tell to the Wall. Uh, subscribe to our channel. Make sure you're checking back often because there's a lot of new content that's going up there really on a weekly basis. Uh, but for those of you not familiar with YouTube, that's where you're going to find all of our live feeds. Those get posted a couple days after uh, the actual episode gets posted. Uh, you're also going to find our beer reviews and all of our various playlists, including parenting, mental health, and all that good stuff. So make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, especially if you're someone that doesn't love listening to the full episodes. Uh, the YouTube is... is Great place to get, you know, shorter, digestible content regarding Go Tell to the Wall and everything that is uh, Sean or Work Live. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed. That, that, that's a good, good resource for you to keep up to date on a lot of things uh, in addition to our Facebook page. Of course, you can also follow my own personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean. I don't know if Instagram uses the at. Before I come into the studio for one of these episodes, I'm actually going to look if they use the at. I know Twitter does, but it's it's SoCalSean, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Don't know how the hell I was the only Sean on the face of the earth to get that one. On the face of the earth. The only Sean in Southern California uh, to get that one, but I do have it. So follow that. And uh, as of next weekend, really, it, it's been kind of slow on Instagram lately, but as of next weekend, it's going to start firing up for me personally uh, just because we're kicking off a bunch of shows. I've, I've literally got three shows every uh, every night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, next weekend, we're gonna I'm gonna be out at shows. Uh, so lots of lots of content heading your way on Instagram. Make sure you're, uh, you know, I almost said subscribed. <laughs> Make sure you you uh, like that Instagram account, and you're gonna you know somewhat stay up to date on Go Tell to the Wall. But you're also gonna get a bunch of uh, cool concert footage and pics and stuff like that because that's that's how I spend the time. Uh, it's basically me and my kid. Uh, and then next priority behind that is, well, my kid and my wife, uh, next priority behind that is the studio. And then right behind that is, uh, is going to shows. That's how I spend the majority of my free time, uh, especially when I'm able to, uh, to get away from my daughter. Not that I'm trying to get away from my daughter, but, uh, but at times where I don't have my daughter and can, can sneak off to shows most of the time with, with my sister, Laura. Uh, so that's ramping up lots of that coming up and we're going to talk about it over the next few episodes as well. Uh, and of course, most importantly, all encompassing of those things I just mentioned would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark that one. Check back often. Uh, you're going to find links to those things I just mentioned. You're also going to find uh, pictures that are nowhere else, blog posts uh, that are exclusively on the website SeanO'RourkeLive.com. So if you remember none of those other things I mentioned, uh, SeanO'RourkeLive would be uh, the, the number one priority for you. You're also going to find our Patreon campaign on there. I mention it every episode, but please, 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 if you have the means uh, to do so, please help us out financially every dollar. You can literally just go and give us a dollar through Patreon and give us $2, whatever it is. It, it helps keep this studio running. Uh, so please check out our Patreon campaign as well and become a patron of Go Tell to the Wall. Uh, as I mentioned, we're ha going to have a shorter episode this week. Just a lot of stuff going on. I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. So it, 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 we are going to go a little bit shorter this week. Uh, but really, if you want to complain about it, go add up all the extra minutes from all the other episodes, and we're going to be well beyond where we should be considering an hour for uh, for every episode to go tell us as well. All right, beer this week. I am actually excited about the beer this week, really genuinely. The past couple weeks, we had these weird, hazy, 
IPAs that are like a 4% and they don't taste like IPAs and it was weird and they're fine and I just wasn't really super excited about them. Uh, so I, I had to had to kick it up a notch for this episode. We've actually got a tasty brew from Firestone Walker. Uh, and for those of you listening that aren't on the video or, or you know, not actually watching the video, uh, you know what this one is. This is Luponic Distortion. I always do that. I want to say Luponic Distortion. No, Luponic Distortion uh, from Firestone Walker. We've had quite a few of these on the on the uh, podcast. We've also had them uh, on the beer reviews. Interestingly enough that I, I noticed with this new one, uh, I saw it in the store and I was like, whoop. I, I always pick these up right away. It's a limited run. Uh, they do it and they number them. Uh, they tend to have uh, like hints of fruitiness and then they pull those flavors out of the hops. Uh, the interesting thing here is for this Firestone Luponic Distortion IPA series, uh, they've actually not numbered it. Uh, I, I didn't take the time to look it up, but it looks to me like Firestone Walker is going to no longer be numbering the Luponic Distortion IPA series. Uh, and, and maybe they're just going to kind of put them out as they get them. I'm sure they're still going to be somewhat limited, and, and once that's gone, then they'll move on to the next one. Uh, but this Luponic in particular is actually a, uh, it has hints of kiwi. Uh, see, light, it's funny, my wife corrected my pronunciation on this. Light lychee, lychee, you know, and um, a fruit that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce, F-E-I-J-O-A. Uh, I, I'm going to guess that's another kind of Asian fruit similar to lychee, uh, but you're, you're getting those three flavors through the, through this particular luponic. And as usual, Firestone Walker does not disappoint when it comes to their luponic distortion, uh, IPA series. And this is tasty as heck. I can't taste the specific fruits. I'll be honest. Sometimes I get the luponic series beers, uh, and you can taste it. They had one that had, had like a creamsicle flavor to it. And you're like, and it didn't taste like you were eating a creamsicle, uh, but it, you definitely got that creamsicle flavor out of it. This one, I'm not necessarily getting the exact fruits that are listed here. Um, it's it's just kind of a little fruity aftertaste uh, along with, I would I would call it their their trademark IPA taste. I mean, Firestone Walker is is definitely one of my favorite breweries out there, uh, and they they definitely did a good job with this particular Luponic. Uh, distortion. That's the IPA series. If you see it in the store, it's going to be a green and pink label, uh, no longer numbered. I, I think the last numbered one we had was was 14, which I'm pretty sure we had on a podcast episode. I'll have to go back and look. It's hard to keep track of all these. We have a beer every episode, and and I, I think we have yet to double up on a beer, but it, it's bound to happen uh, You know, now that we're three years into this thing. Oh, well over three years. That is a tasty beer, though. Firestone. I cannot recommend Firestone Walker enough uh, to people out there if you if you have not had it, especially if you haven't had it before. Uh, but even if, even if you've had other Firestone Walker beers, definitely check out the Luponic Distortion series. Five point nine percent. It's 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 an IPA. It, it it tastes like an IPA. It drinks like an IPA uh, without punching you in the face like a lot of the IPAs that that you find out there. From and I love Stone, but Stone is one that's guilty of this. Super tasty, but you're just whoa. Whoa! Can I get a glass of water now that I've drank that beer? Drank? Now they've drink drunken? I don't know. Grammar. I I, I always want to say on this podcast, uh, grammar was not a strong suit of mine. It actually was a very strong suit. I scored near perfect on the English portion of the SATs when I was in high school. Yeah, back when they only had two portions. Now I believe they have three. It's crazy. I remember years ago some. Uh, like younger, I was talking to some younger kid who was going to college or something. They gave me their, uh, their SAT score and I was, and they were like, oh yeah, 22, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's not right. Uh, but yeah, that happened years ago. You, you get old and you're, you're confused by these things like SAT scores. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get another sip of this Luponic before we move on to the next thing. All right, we always uh, we get through social plugs, we get through a couple of housekeeping items, and then for every episode for the past 20-plus episodes, we move on to the weekly rant. And this is the weekly rant for episode 124 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. Uh, it's actually going to be a little short this week, but it's something that's very, very personal to me. Not, like, emotionally personal, just personal. And I, I have, a, you know, just to, just to give everyone an idea out there, uh, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I suffer from uh, what at times can be a debilitating mental illness uh, that is obsessive compulsive disorder as well as obsessive anxiety disorder, uh, which is very similar to OCD, uh, just manifests mostly in anxiety, and, and my OCD tends to manifest in anxiety. 
uh, almost on a daily basis. We don't we talk about this, I, you know. So I don't want to get into my background so much. But for those of you who are curious uh, what it's like to have OCD and the anxiety associated with that, really on a daily basis. You just have to look at one thing that's happening in the world right now. Just one thing in particular, and then we'll unpack that. And that would be the fact that right now, right now, literally right now, if you open a social platform, you scroll a little, you're going to find something referring to this. Right now, in this country, in this entire world, adults, not children, adults, full-functioning adults, are having to be told to how, not just to do it, that's bad enough. They're having to be told how to wash their fucking hands. That's what it's... Just just think about that for a moment. Having OCD and being an extreme germaphobe and the fact that we live in a world where adults have to be told to wash their hands. Adults have to be told how to wash their hands. Think about that. I want everyone out there listening to this, watching this, catching a clip of this, whatever it is, to think about that. Think about all the people out there that suffer from mental illness, that suffer from especially something like obsessive compulsive disorder, which is usually attached with germophobia. Think about that. We're not as fucking crazy as you want to fucking think we are, are we? Because that germophobia, that's not crazy. Why? Because adults have to be told to wash their fucking hands. Yeah, we're going to hit the F-bomb limit this episode. And here's the bottom line with it. We, you know, we all live in a society, and I'm not talking about the Joker movie. I'm talking about uh, George from Seinfeld. We live in a society where you know, we have certain understandings. We drive on the road, and we don't run straight into each other. We're courteous to an extent to one another. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that lack common courtesy. But something like washing our hands is, wait, just, oh, no, I don't need to wash my hands. What do you mean? It's astounding to me, people that go into the bathroom, go into a restroom, especially a public restroom, for the love of God. They go to the bathroom, they use a toilet, and they walk out without washing their hands. This happens. And this is why it takes a, a pandemic that's happening across the world right now in order to inform people they need to wash their goddamned hands. Have some courtesy for others out there. And I'm not saying everyone listening to this doesn't wash their hands. In fact, I've been pleasantly surprised by a lot of people's reactions and saying, really? People have to be told to wash it. This is something we should be doing anyway. You shouldn't just be doing this because there is a potentially deadly disease that is floating around this country and around this world. This is something you should do anyway. And the bottom line is it's common courtesy to other people. Would you, would you take a shit in your hand and then go and rub it on somebody? Yeah, that's an extreme example, but that's what's happening when you go to the use the restroom and you don't wash your hands. That is exactly what's happening. And it's for that exact reason I don't touch a lot of things out in the world. Those, those video like ordering screens that you find at fast food restaurants and, and other places, now, I don't touch them. I don't touch them. In fact, I went to McDonald's. There's a McDonald's right by my house. Once in a while, I, just, I crave a cheeseburger and some french fries. I went over there Sunday. My wife was at home with, with my daughter. I said, I'm just going to go grab a cheeseburger and fries. And I go in there. And the guy, instead of, like, taking my order at the counter, he goes, oh, I'll order for you over here. And I said, and luckily he was going to do it anyway. But I said to him, I was like, okay, you're going to do it for me, right? Because I, I don't touch these things. I just don't touch them. So as a common courtesy to your fellow human beings, learn to wash your goddamned hands. If you're somebody that doesn't do that, you're just a, a perfect example of what's wrong with this world because it's such a simple thing. It's such a simple courtesy to everyone else out there for you to wash your hands. Anyone you're interacting with, wash your hands. There's no reason not to. You're never in that much of a hurry that you can't wash your hands. It's simply a common courtesy. And you know that feeling you get? Like, just thinking about it for yourself, like, man, people are having to be told to wash their hands. When you think about that from the perspective of mental illness, multiply that by a thousand. The irritation and the anxiety that, that you, maybe you feel that little hint of anxiety, like, man, people need to wash their hands. Man, this is crazy. I got to be careful and disinfect stuff. Multiply that by a thousand, and that's what it's like to have a, a mental illness such as mine. That's what it's like. And stuff like this makes me not want to be around other people. I always joke with people. I'm like, I hate people. And, I, you know, I'm very cynical. I am. 
people don't believe me that I'm cynical, but I am. I just don't get very cynical with, with everybody out there, but I am. And I say it often. I'm like, I just don't like people. I just don't like people. And this is a perfect example of why I don't like people. I don't feel bad about not wanting to be around people. Because it's disgusting. Bottom line, adults, kids, I don't care what age you are, wash your hands. You shouldn't have to be told to wash your hands. You should just do it. My three-year-old is great about washing her hands. She's three. So if you're an adult, no excuse. No excuse. Let's all wash our hands and we'll all live healthier. And we won't have to look like morons when something happens and people say, well, the best defense is washing your hands and here's how you do it. Jesus Christ. Wash them. Call it a day and we'll all get along better. Man, I'll tell you, it's, it's amazing to me. Just absolutely amazing. Oh, man, I can smell it. My wife is cooking in the kitchen. I can smell it from, from the studio right now. All right, trending on social. Trending on social, I actually have no hashtags for you. Uh, and this one's not going to be as fun as usual, but I do want to get through some through some of these and unpack them a little bit because it is ridiculous as we're looking at the live feed over here. All right, we had a story. Oh, man, where was this? No, I can't remember. Oh, that, I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, babysitter with a gun. We had a story out of Texas. 19-year-old female out of Texas uh, was babysitting her 10-year-old nephew. She decided to start shooting a video of herself with a gun. With a gun. Uh, and apparently as she went to disengage the clip from the gun, yes, I do know one or two things about guns, uh, her hand, her finger was on the trigger. I, I know a couple things about guns. I know that, like, that's just common sense. Take your finger off the trigger. You know, it's pretty obvious. She had her finger on the trigger and uh, accidentally shot her 10-year-old nephew. Accidentally shot her 10-year-old nephew. Here's the thing. First of all, why do you have a gun out while you're babysitting a 10-year-old? Why? Why? There's no reason. You can, you can, Jesus Christ. I got, I got real like two years ago talking about my biological father and a real gun. You know, I, so five, six-year-old Sean uh, knew that we shouldn't be playing with real guns around other kids. Yet 19-year-old girl out of Texas doesn't realize this. So we shouldn't be playing with guns around 10-year-olds to begin with. Uh, also, why are you taking a video of yourself? Don't answer that question. I know exactly why you're taking a fucking video of yourself. Uh, because you're putting it on some social platform. And now, because you wanted to be cool and take a video of yourself with a gun, because that's a cool thing to do down there in Texas, don't hit me with your stupid, oh, yeah, we're all rednecks down here in Texas. Yeah, you call them, um, you're calling us a bunch of hippies in California. I got, I got no pity for you down there, Texas. I'm not surprised this happened in Texas. I'm done. I'm done apologizing. Not surprised at all. And you know it was for a social platform. That's why I put this in trending on social. None of this is okay. None of this is okay. Nobody should be playing with guns, period. 19-year-olds babysitting definitely shouldn't have guns. And why is it so important to put a stupid gun video on social platforms? Like, get, just, I can't anymore with this. I can't anymore. Uh, fortunately, the kid is still alive. The 10-year-old is still alive, uh, but is still in the hospital. Thanks to this 19-year-old uh, who, who was trying to be cool. I'm sure there's a word for that, like, uh, you know, trying to... Trying to be fleek? I don't know. I'm so behind the things. Oh, what was that word we came up with recently? Yeet? Was she trying to yeet, yeet it or something? I don't know. I'm not, why am I even attempting it? Just lost all of our 20-something listeners. They're like, what are you talking about? Oh, man. And we got to come back to this, too. I think it was two episodes ago. We talked about the Skullbreaker Challenge. I don't believe it was last episode. I should have gone back and checked. Uh, we talked about the Skullbreaker Challenge recently, and this was the one where uh, two people get someone in, in between them and they convince them to jump up it's the high school like almost like the high school musical jump yes disney uh and then they they kick their feet out and the whoever's in the middle actually just straight either face first or you know the back back first straight on the ground boom well we got a story yeah we got a story uh and where was this one i see i can't these, these tiktok challenges it was new jersey i knew it was in the northeast uh, the school breaker challenge two seventh graders have actually been arrested uh, they decided to do the Skullbreaker Challenge with a classmate of theirs. Uh, the classmate actually received a concussion, an internal head injury. There's a certain word for that, but it's like not a, it's an internal, like contusion, like essentially a head injury, but it's inside. It's not bleeding from the head. Uh, and actually started having a seizure. Uh, 
after these these seventh graders in New Jersey did this. Uh, and they've been arrested, and I got to be honest, rightfully so. I, I, you know, we're at this point. They're having to. There's cities and communities having to put out PSAs uh, about stuff like this. And it's essentially this goes back to the the whole washing your hands thing. Like it, it's very similar. We we need to tell people not to injure each other unnecessarily. And, and what is it for? What is it for again? For a social platform, so they can look cool on the stupid TikTok thing. God damn TikTok! Like, can we just put TikTok out of business? Because I'm done with that. The 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 uh, the social media challenges were bad enough to begin with. It's it feels like they're getting worse and worse with this TikTok crap that we got to deal with now. You know. And let's just get rid of the TikTok stuff. But here we have an example. Seventh graders uh, have been arrested, and rightfully so, because they've injured a classmate. It's, it, it's, it's common sense. Common sense. We have to tell kids not to, not to literally almost kill their classmates. It's common sense. Ah, oh, man. Speaking of more ridiculous <laughs> social media challenges, that's just what we're doing this week. We're doing this for episode 124. Uh, we actually had uh, a, a follow-up uh, on the ice cream liquors. You know, remember that story months ago, back in the summer, when I was talking about it. Again, another thing where I just I haven't eaten ice. I I literally have not eaten ice cream from the store since then. I, I won't do it. Fortunately, I'm not a big ice cream guy. I'm not like craving it, but I have not eaten ice cream from the store since then because uh, I don't trust people. I don't trust people. I I can't do it. I I will have a complete panic attack if if, if somebody put a pint of ice cream in front of me right now, and and I had to eat it. I panic attack. I would. Well, there is an ice cream looker in wait for it. Ice cream looker. Ice cream liquor in wait for it. Texas. Uh, this Texas man was sentenced to 30 days in jail and two years probation. Uh, he actually also received a $1,000 fine and an additional fine of $1,550. That additional fine actually went to Bluebell Ice Cream, directly to Bluebell Ice Cream. Uh, they, those were the ice cream makers. And I believe that was most of the, the liquor things we're doing this on the Bluebell. Uh, but they actually had to throw away all of the stock from that store. It was, a, I believe it was a Walmart. Uh, had to throw it away. So this guy not only had to pay a fine uh, to, the, to the city or you know county, wherever it might have been, uh, but also had to pay a fine to Bluebell to pay for all the ice cream that then was wasted. Like, think, how many, how many kids that don't get ice cream a lot could have been real happy with that? That's the thing. If, if I was the judge and I, I'd make the guy throw an ice cream party for 500 kids at a local park. Ice cream party. And I'd send him there with police officers to make sure the asshole's not licking ice cream. Oh, TikTok. TikTok. Oh, they're in a little bit of hot water. I don't know if it's hot water just yet, but we talked about TikTok right after the new year because uh, they pulled a video of a same-sex couple uh, sharing a kiss on New Year's Eve and not making out you know, I, I see much more racy kisses on like children's programming, to be honest. And they removed that video. Well, they're back at it again, removing videos. This time, they're removing videos of a uh, rather famous person. Have you heard of Lizzo, the singer? I don't, I don't know her real well, but I've heard of her. Uh, I, I appreciate what she's doing. I think she, I think it's cool and, and groundbreaking the way she's just putting herself out there. Uh, actually called out Lizzo on this because they were they removed some of the videos of her wearing a swimsuit. Now, there are obviously uh, standards as far as like pornographic things when it comes to TikTok, from what I understand. I refuse to use TikTok. We'll never use TikTok. TikTok, TikTok is literally not allowed in my house. It's not allowed in the studio. If you ever come visit the studio and you have TikTok on your phone, your phone is staying outside on my porch. That's, that's the bottom line. It's staying outside. I don't care. I'm not going to argue about it. It's outside. So I don't know a lot about TikTok, but from my understanding, obviously you can't put pornographic things up there. But additionally, I know that there are swimsuit videos up there. In fact, I'm sh I, without looking at it and out, without even reading about it, you know there's going to be swimsuit videos. That is 50% of Instagram. It's some good-looking person showing off their ass or their stomach or their boobs, whatever it is, male or female. So there are other swimsuit videos on there, but Lizzo's videos were pulled. And I'm sure we're going to hear more of this. Uh, and if you're not familiar with Lizzo, uh, she is she's I don't she's bigger. She's not what you would consider a standard model. You know, all these Instagram models. The finger quotes are growing up for the, those of you only listening. Uh, she's not like standard like one of those. And so she's calling them out because they were removing her videos, despite the fact because she's wearing a swimsuit, despite the fact that there are other swimsuit videos on TikTok. Do better, TikTok. Not in my house. 
Uh, Twitter is testing out a new feature called Fleets. That's right, Fleets, not Fleek, not Yeet, <laughs> not Bobit. I'm going to start that word. Bridget, mark that down, Bobit. We're going to use it like however they use Fleek or Yeet. Just making stuff up on the fly. Uh, but anyway, Twitter is starting this, this called Fleets, like a fleet of vans, you know, fleet of airplanes. Uh, and it's essentially stories. It's their own version of stories. If you use Instagram uh, or Facebook, you know that you can add to a story, which I don't fully understand myself. I just, I'll be honest, I don't. I don't use the stories at all. I have friends that do. I don't understand it. Uh, but Twitter is testing this out, of course, because every and, and here here's why. Here, here's why I'm going I'm to lay it out there for you. Uh, thank you, Bridget. Plus sized. But I, I didn't even want, like, I, see, I don't know Lizzo that well. I didn't want even want to, what, what I'm more concerned with is the fact that they're leaving up these videos of women who are like these typical that, you know, and then they're removing hers. Like that, that's the whole, you know, uh, thing. But yes, plus, plus size and, and very, very uh, confident in, in her own body uh, from the little bit I've seen and from what I've heard from other people. Uh, but of course, Twitter, because every single social platform in the world uh, has to be pretty much exactly the same. You know, watch out for Twitter dating coming soon because Facebook does dating. And the only reason there's no Instagram dating is because Facebook owns Instagram and they just keep the dating on the Facebook platform. Oh, man, Twitter. And I'm so done with Twitter. I don't even use Twitter anymore. Uh, Facebook, we actually have some good news out of Facebook. And this isn't just because I very much hate the orange menace. It's it's just common sense. Uh, Facebook is actually removing some Trump ads uh, from the platform. You know, they got in some hot water and they've actually brought in another company to do their fact checking. Uh, but there have been some Trump ads floating around, uh, campaign ads essentially, uh, referencing the census specifically and, and making it very confusing. So they are removing those ads specifically. Uh, and hopefully we're seeing a turning point with Facebook that they're, they're not going to uh, they're going to keep this misinformation from from coming out as well. All right, entertainment news. Here's one that's uh, really it's going to go over a lot of people's heads. I don't mean because people are dumb or anything. Genuinely, I don't. Uh, but we got some news uh, out of K Rock, K R O Q. We've talked about K Rock on the podcast before, uh, especially in reference to Eugene uh, Gene Baxter, Gene Bean Baxter, uh, and 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 his. Not only his struggle with mental illness, but also him leaving uh, the Kevin and Bean show after like 30 years or whatever it was. Uh, some some more interesting news out of K-Rock that most of you will not care about, uh, except for the last part of this. Their program director and their music director, Kevin Weatherly, uh, we just got news that he's going to be leaving K-Rock. He's actually been there since the early 90s. <laughs> Funny enough, I was actually familiar with Kevin Weatherly uh, before he was on K-Rock, uh, because he was program director at a radio station in San Diego called Q106, uh, which I was quite familiar with in the, the very, very, very early 90s. Like, I, I think he, he, I think he came to K-Rock in like 92. Uh, so I was listening to, to his programming, not him as a DJ, but his programming, uh, when I first moved to, uh, to San Diego as a kid. Uh, and the interesting thing here, you know, like that's interesting to me because it, I, I enjoy these program director things. I've been in the business for a long time. Uh, but the interesting thing really for everybody out there uh, is he's leaving K-Rock and going to Spotify. Spotify. Uh, they're going to give him a lot of money to go direct some programming for Spotify. And the reason I bring that up, we've been talking about Spotify for a little while now. And, uh, and they're really, really pushing into their own independent stuff. Uh, as far as podcasting, as far as uh, they're not radio shows because it's Spotify, but similar to what radio shows are, uh, similar to like satellite radio and what they've been doing for the past 20 years or so. Satellite, maybe not quite 20, 15 years of uh, satellite radio, XM and Sirius. Uh, so I think we're going to, and Spotify is very popular now. I think we're going to see them kind of rise in the ranks here. Um, and, and a lot of you are going to be like, well, Sean, you just said, don't put everything on a social platform. Yeah. Don't put everything on a social platform. <laughs> you can put things that people listen to all on the same platform, you know, music, podcasts, programming that, that, that's basically radio. That is broadcasting. That's not taking dating and selling things and social media and like, no, no, it's very different. Uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be fun to follow Spotify over the next couple years. Uh, just from that perspective, personally, I don't use Spotify. Uh, outside of Go Tell It to the Wall is, of course, on Spotify. It's, it's there in the podcast, but I don't personally use it just because 
I'm I'm old school. I like to buy my music. I think I've mentioned that on the, on the podcast before. New Green Day album came out a couple weeks ago. But immediately bought it, uh, and and I'll be picking up the new Bomb Pops album uh, a week from tomorrow. That comes out on uh, March 13th, Friday the 13th. Uh, and th- that's just how I roll. So I'm listening to my music, but my wife loves Spotify. Uh, I know tons of people that love Spotify. I'm sure Bridget will probably, I-, I don't know for sure that Bridget is a Spotify user, but I-, I believe she must be using something. She's definitely using one of those streaming things. And I think Chris either uses Pandora or Spotify as well. I get the appeal. It's just, I, I like I could literally start playing my music collection, my digital music collection. Bridget, do you use Spotify? I saw you pop back up. She probably she's probably dealing with uh, some other things right now. She's she's popping in and out of the. Line. I I thought so. Uh, yeah, Bridget uh, is a Spotify user as well. I get it. It's just like I've said before. I could start playing my digital music collection, which, and I'll be honest, m- uh, the majority of it came off of uh, compact discs, because I I there was a time in my life where I had close to four hundred compact discs. Uh, I could start playing my music collection, and I believe last I checked, it was like forty eight days. It would just start playing. 48 days of music just started playing and so you know so I, I don't I just I don't get over to the Spotify because I'm like well I own this music let me just listen to more of this all right some interesting news uh film news here uh no time to die the new James Bond film uh that uh I believe they're done shooting it that Chris Bridget might be able to confirm that but I bet Chris knows um for sure just just probably read it in, in a similar capacity that I did. Uh, but I believe they're done shooting. New James Bond film uh, was set to release in April of this year. Actually, April 2nd, UK and international, because uh, they do that with James Bond. Uh, and then April 10th here domestically in the U.S. That has actually been pushed to November. November 25th, which would be the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, uh, which uh, Thanksgiving 2020. And uh, the reason why is uh, fears over the coronavirus. Actually, fears over the coronavirus. Uh, and it's funny, my wife and I were talking about this because we're going to talk about coronavirus a couple more times here, uh, and not not the not just washing hands and stuff, but pertaining to entertainment stuff. Uh, and and I think this one is more of a concern of loss of revenue uh, as opposed to this film somehow spreading a uh, a, a disease. It's this is more of a loss of revenue, which I I do get to an extent because uh, we've already hit a point where people are avoiding movie theaters uh, and especially internationally. Uh, specifically in Asia and parts of Europe where where they've had a lot more cases of the coronavirus. Uh, they're actually playing professional baseball in Japan right now uh, with no fans in the ballparks. They are just playing the games. Uh, they're still broadcasting them on television, but no fans allowed in the parks. And so, I, But I think this one is more of uh, they don't want to release a, a major film at a time when people are avoiding the movie theater, and therefore they have pushed it back to uh, November of 2020. And especially for a film property like James Bond, uh, MGM doesn't have a lot of feathers in their cap, uh, for lack of a better phrase, and and James Bond uh, is definitely their biggest feather, and so they're not gonna they're not gonna put all those eggs in a in a basket that uh, that that people are avoiding at this time. So it makes sense to me. Uh, kids in the Hall. I'm sure we have Kids in the Hall fans that listen to this podcast. I was never a huge Kids in the Hall fan, not because I disliked them. I just never got into Kids in the Hall. Uh, I'm also I'm, I'm also slightly, I don't want to say too young, but I'm on the younger side of the Kids in the Hall fandom. Uh, you know, I'm at the, the latter end of Generation X, and this would be like staunchly Generation X, the Kids in the Hall stuff. Uh, I mean, I do. I appreciate it. I've laughed at it. I just never got super into it. But I'm, I know lots of people are very much into Kids in the Hall. Uh, just got news today uh, that Kids in the Hall is being revived at Amazon. Uh, all five members of Kids in the Hall are coming back for new episodes uh, through Amazon Prime Video. So if you have Amazon Prime, you're going to be able to check out the... See, Bridget... Yeah, Bridget... <laughs> I was going to say, when Bridget and I are the same age. So it's, it's not just an age thing. Uh, it's also... It, 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 it's also if you're just into it, because I'm, I'm sure there there's probably kids out there that are like, you know, 16 that have found it on YouTube and love it. I just never took the time to like actually watch it. I, I appreciate it. And I have a lot of tons of friends, Bridget included, uh, that yes, <laughs> Bridget's going to lose her mind on the live feed <laughs> that that love kids in the hall. Uh, I mean, my social feeds were like blown. up. Oh, my God, kids in the hall and all this stuff. And people are sharing their favorite bits and everything. Uh, really, the one that sticks out for me is crushing the heads. That I did enjoy. I mean, I that's the thing is I enjoy the stuff. I just I never like I can't give you an in depth 
you know, review of anything Kids in the Hall. I just I know it's funny and I know people are super into it. Uh, and you're going to be able to, to enjoy that once again soon. This was just announced. So we probably have a little while until that's popping popping up on Amazon Prime uh, video. But that is coming your way uh, in the near future. Uh, South by Southwest. That's that big conference they have down there in Austin. It's like a tech music. I feel like it was a tech conference and then now it's music and now it's just like an everything conference. They're like, yeah, bring it over here. We're just, we're in Austin and it's weird and we'll just throw everything into our festival because we're Austin. Like if you've ever been to Austin, that's actually not insulting at all to the city of Austin. <laughs> they, they embrace it. Keep Austin weird. Uh, we got some news out of South by Southwest. And like I said, a lot of tech companies go down there and they announce new things and they do these things at South by Southwest. Well, there's a bunch of companies that have announced that they will uh, are not going to South by Southwest this year, uh, specifically Netflix, Apple, Amazon, and Warner Media. Uh, they are not going to South by Southwest because of coronavirus concerns. This one I kind of get. Again, my wife and I were talking about this earlier, and we're at this fine line. Uh, and again, we're going to talk. We got another one here in entertainment news. We're at this fine line. Uh, where cert, I get it with certain things, like a South by Southwest. Uh, in fact, the Ultra Music Festival was canceled in Miami. Uh, that's a big music festival. was supposed to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and, and it's these things that people travel internationally to go to. So when you're talking local, I, I, I feel like we need to dial back the hysteria just a little bit. You know, don't be afraid of your neighbors or anything. Uh, and I'm not saying be afraid of other people that are traveling internationally. Just be wary uh, that you're, this is, it's the same reason, and I'm not saying we quarantine people, but when you move to another country, uh, and you bring in, bring a dog, for example, uh, they quarantine the dog for a few days and they make sure, you know, and I'm, again, I'm not saying we do that with people, but what's happening is you're taking something from way outside and you could be plucking it in to then spread that, that disease, you know? And so South by Southwest is a great example where people are just coming internationally and I'm hearing there's fears about the, uh, uh, the the Cannes Music Festival uh, also being canceled. Again, international travel, uh, Ultra Music Festival, international travel, uh, where you just have, you, you know, you're not just talking about like your city, your neighbors. You have people coming from all over the world, and that's going to, that could possibly make it spread even quicker. Uh, I'm not a doctor or scientist. I have no idea. That's just kind of what I've been, you know, what I've gotten out of this and, and all the stories that are coming out. So we'll see. You know, I, 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 I'm not as much I have OCD and OAD. I am not super concerned about the coronavirus. I'm I'm doing my due diligence. Uh, I wash my hands like an MFR without a pandemic happening. You know, I mean, literally, you could look at my hands. My hands are just raw and dry. And I would like to say it's because of the coronavirus. It's not. I, this is my hands all the time. Not quite all the times, but this time of year, we're still in winter. I get the winter skin. Uh, so like around end of October until end of March or so, I've just, I'm dealing with super dry skin cause I wash my, my hands every five minutes. Uh, and I, I'm not overly concerned about catching it like from my neighbors or anything. You know, I'm, my wife used to, was traveling to China a bunch and she will once again, but her, you know, her company right after this all happened said, nah, we're not going to go to China for a little while. You know, so it's just, it's just due diligence. I think at that point, uh, labyrinth, I am so excited about this. <laughs> This one I'm excited about, Bridget. I know you're excited about Kids in the Hall, and I am too, to an extent. Uh, Labyrinth, a new uh, tabletop RPG game, is out now uh, by River Horse Games. And for those of you that aren't familiar with uh, like a tabletop RPG game, this would be like Dun D&D, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, similar, but, but themed to Labyrinth. Uh, it's out now. I'm sure you can find it on Amazon. Uh, I'm excited to get this. As much as I'm, I'm not much of an RPG guy, I never played, I didn't play a lot of, I never play. I, I, I still haven't played Dungeons and Dragons. I'm willing to try it out. I've just, I've never had the opportunity, uh, not because I was like too cool or anything. I just never really had the opportunity. Uh, and this is something similar to that, but I will say uh, for those of you that are m more Labyrinth fans and not necessarily role-playing, tabletop role-playing game fans, uh, there is, there's an easier version and there's, there's like a more difficult way to play it for those people that are really familiar with these kind of games and then there's an easier way uh to play it for the for people that are not so familiar with the uh, the rpg games oh oh green day green day i would love to get in on this auction but i just can't do it i'm sure Bri bridget i know wants to get on this get in on this auction but uh you know it's going to be just too expensive green day uh has actually put a guitar up for auction it's currently on the, uh, if it's not up there already, it's going to be up there soon on the Reverb site. This is an auction site that uh, a lot of people use. 
and specifically, I believe all, most of the reverb auctions uh, also benefit other things. And they're actually auctioning off a, a Les Paul, an Epiphone Les Paul uh, that they played on the Revolution Radio Tour, uh, which I assume Billy Joe played it because Mike plays bass usually, but I, it's been a while since I've seen them live. Mike might also play some guitar uh, live for certain songs. Uh, so we can assume Billy Joe, but we don't know for sure. This was featured on the Revolution Radio Tour, uh, and there it's to benefit ALS research, and it is honor in honor of Kim Shattuck of the Muffs. That's right, Kim Shattuck. Uh, rest in peace, Kim. We talked about that when uh, she unfortunately passed away a few months ago. A little more Green Day news. Uh, Green Day has actually canceled some of their international shows, specifically in Asia. And there's a bunch of other groups that have done this. BTS, which is that uh, Korean boy band thing uh, that's super popular. They have actually canceled a bunch bunch of shows as well. Uh, And this is interesting. The interesting thing is uh, the music industry is going to lose a lot of money over this. Uh, Experts are saying could potentially lose about $5 billion uh, from these events being canceled. I am waiting patiently. Uh, to, to see if uh, something happens with punk rock bowling out there in Las Vegas uh, happening at the end of May. Uh, as of now, I will be out there, and if punk rock bowling is happening, I will be out there at the end of May, uh, not the second to last weekend uh, in May out there, um, but just kind of watching closely and patiently to see if that's going to be another one that gets canceled. Fortunately, uh, and actually my wife had asked about Hell Omega, which is happening in June or July. Bridget might have that date offhand. She's also going. Uh and the thing with that one is you have you have local shows. So you have mostly people from L.A. going. In. San Di- There's an L.A. show, a San Diego show, a, you know, a San Francisco show, like an Oakland show. I mean, so you're not mixing as much as you are with like a South by Southwest or going to an area uh, where, where there has been a much bigger outbreak like Asia. Punk Rock Bowling is kind of in the middle there, so I'm waiting to see how, that's, how that one's going to do. That does sound right, Bridget. July 25th sounds right. Yeah, so we got some time, and I'm confident uh, Hell Omega Tour in the U.S. is not going to, I mean, unless something crazy happens over the next month or so, it's not going to get canceled in the U.S. Um, it's it's just these big international things. Uh, in fact, I, I, I would be more concerned about Burning Man uh, than I would be about Hell Omega, uh, simply because Burning Man is very international. You know, you go to, you go into Hell Omega in Los Angeles, it's mostly people from Los Angeles. You know, maybe San Diego, but there's a San Diego show. So it's like Los Angeles area, you know. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that and we'll see what happens. One more thing in entertainment news. Uh, some NFL news. That's right. National Football League. Not ridiculous stuff that you're all like, oh, God, he's going to talk about the sports again. No. Uh, there's actually a new CBA. That's a collective bargaining agreement. Uh, any Anyone that knows about unions, you have these agreements that come up every few years, regardless of what you're in, sports, uh, any kind of union. Uh, and the new deal that is that is up for vote right now uh, actually completely changes uh, marijuana testing for the NFL. I've been talking about this since the since before this podcast existed. How NFL players, it's bullshit that they can't use marijuana, uh, especially from a medical standpoint. And it, we're we're not quite at just go ahead, uh, but we are getting close. So that could be coming down the pipes. Uh, NFL players going to actually be able to use marijuana uh, to uh, to help with their pain management, which I think would be fantastic. All right, uh, we're not going short as of right now, but I am going to shorten it up. I'm going to save a couple of these things, and actually I could probably use a couple of these for Mental Health Mondays. Uh, but I want to go through a couple things on mental health here just real quick, and then we'll get a little more in-depth on some Mental Health Monday stuff and maybe even next week. Uh, some stuff that's been coming up recently. Uh, one, one thing specifically is celebrating small victories. Uh, and and for for people that suffer from depression or anxiety or these types of things, you might, you know, you might kind of know what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is for some of us that deal with mental illness, uh, simple things can be difficult. The simplest things can be difficult. Uh, For example, getting out of bed, taking a shower, brushing your teeth. It seems crazy. Uh, But as I was thinking about this recently and doing a little research, I realized it's okay. Not only is it okay to feel that way, which you know, but it's okay to celebrate those small things. You're having a rough time. Maybe you've been sleeping in for a couple days. You haven't showered in a day or two. You get up on that third or fourth day and you're feeling a little better and you shower. Celebrate that. It's okay to celebrate that. Be proud of yourself. As simple as it seems, be proud of yourself. I know that feeling. 
And I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like I, I know what's going on. I've been having a real rough time for the past couple of weeks. I've not wanted to get out of bed. I've, I, I, and I don't even know why. A lot of times I can pinpoint it. I don't even know why. And I have to remind myself that that's okay. That's okay. You don't want to live the rest of your life like that. Take those little steps. Take a shower. Feel good about yourself. And if someone out there says, wow, good for you. You got out of bed today. Tell them to fuck right off. It's all about you. Celebrate yourself. Most likely they don't understand anyway. And most likely they have to be told how to wash their fucking hands. I mean, I may not want to get out of bed some days. I still wash my goddamn hands. All right. I want to give a little shout out to uh, Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. Uh, maybe we'll unpack this a little more in our parenting playlist on YouTube. Uh, but it's a little bit of a crossover. She has uh, gotten really open lately about her mental illness. She has dealt with mental illness uh, most of her life. Uh, and she's also talked about, recently started talking about not only the mental illness she has dealt with the majority of her life, but the recent mental illness that she has dealt with, uh, and especially uh, postpartum depression and some other things, and having to raise a three-year-old and a one-year-old uh, while dealing with these things, which if you've listened, been a long-time listener of Go Tell It to Wall, uh, we've broached that subject quite a bit. And if you haven't been a long-time listener, uh, you can actually find that clip directly on YouTube uh, and please forgive me. It might be under both playlists, but it's either under mental health or parenting or both. And you're going to find it there. Uh, really my own, a little bit of my own experiences and my own thoughts, uh, regarding parenting with mental illness. But the main thing, main reason I bring this up is, uh, is, is I just want to give a, a good on you, uh, to Chrissy Teigen. I'm, I'm a Chrissy Teigen fan in general. I, I just, uh, I just am. Oh, John Pond. We got John Pond on the live feed, uh, of, 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 of the pawns. Which uh, I think I'm seeing you guys. I gotta check my schedule. I'm seeing Johnster soon. Uh, but those challenges, and it, it, it's a good on you because this helps to further reduce the stigma. I talk about it all the time. But Chrissy Teigen is a much bigger name than I am. Much, much, much bigger name than I am. Uh, so when we have more and more people like her of her status talking about this and reducing that stigma, uh, that helps us to move forward. Not just not just me. Uh, not just anyone out there dealing with a mental illness or a mental health problem, uh, but really the entire world, the ent like not the entire world, but just, just society as a whole. Cause even if you don't deal with it, uh, even people that don't suffer from, from a mental illness or have mental health problems need to be educated at least to an extent so that we can reduce that stigma. And people like Chrissy Teigen being open about it is, is what really helps us, uh, to move forward in general as a society. It really does. All right. I've got a couple common sense things here and then we're going to finish things off that's funny John Pond jumping on the uh, on the uh, live feed there uh, I keep meaning to talk about the ponds but check out the ponds they've got a new music video dropping soon uh, they're also some friends some friends of mine uh, so, so check out the ponds um, we'll, we'll talk about them I got a show with them coming up soon so uh, there's been so many other shows and I haven't caught them yet and I've been waiting to talk more about them but check out the ponds uh, you can find them on YouTube you can find them on Spotify all the great stuff uh, a new video coming out soon All right, common sense. I got a couple things here. Illinois uh, just started with recreational marijuana this year. Got a report out of Illinois in February of 2020, 2020. Uh, Illinois recreational marijuana, the revenue was $35 million. $35 million. Here's the thing. I, like... It blows my mind that all these like rich, stuck-up white people out there are like, no, no, it's the devil's lettuce and all this stuff. We're and and we've talked about it because we've hit a point where where all these capitalists are trying to make money off of you know these same people that were like, no, we you can't do that, that's illegal, go to jail, are now trying to make money off it. This has got to be getting us even more and more of that because there's got to be some rich asshole out there that looks back and thirty-five million, holy Jesus Christ, thirty-five million dollars. For something that's fantastic. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with medical marijuana and there's nothing wrong with recreational marijuana. And clearly the majority think that's thinks that's okay. Because uh, I know there's people out there that can smoke a lot. Like, And trust me, I have friends that can smoke a lot of marijuana. Uh, they can't smoke $35 million worth of marijuana. <laughs> that's a lot of people got to be doing that. A lot. A lot. All right, one more thing. For those of you that use Google Assistant, 
Uh, there's an update coming to Google Assistant. May have already dropped to your device uh, where you can actually make Google Assistant read you an entire website. This is pretty cool. I'm down with it. Uh, I actually enjoy reading. I don't do audiobooks or anything. So personally, I, I, I will read websites. Uh, but I could see if you're doing something else and you can't sit down and read. Like I have a three-year-old at home. If I could tell Google to read a website to me and I'm trying to do some research for the podcast or something's happening, then it's fantastic. All about it. So if you're an, an Android or a Google user, uh, that's either on your device or coming to your device soon. And we skipped a couple things. But uh, like I said, we're going short today and I tried to be a 15 minutes short and we're about 10 minutes short and that's perfect. That's the best I can do. I didn't even get that tangented. That's the problem is, uh, I, yeah. Also, Rorks, we don't know how to shut up. <laughs> like, even that one down in Texas who I'm not actually related to who really pissed me off this week, calling himself a progressive. We don't get political on this podcast. Don't call yourself a progressive and then go endorse the dude that's not progressive at all. I'm going to leave you with that. And then call, you can't call yourself progressive. That is not punk rock, Beto. We have an entire community of people that are fighting for progressive values and that is the majority of the punk rock community. So don't call yourself punk rock. And I'm going to say it right now. You can quote me on it. The reason that he's doing this, the reason that he endorsed Biden, and we all know there's a possibility of a cabinet position under Biden. Here's the thing. Joe Biden's the nominee. He's not going to win. But you know what? That doesn't matter to someone like Beto O'Rourke, who claims to be a progressive and wants to make changes in this country. You know why it doesn't matter? Because he's sitting there and saying, well, if Biden doesn't win, I got another four years of being a fucking gas bag around the state of Texas talking about the orange menace. He's going to make his money. Zero respect for Beto now. Zero. Go follow AOC and go follow some real progressives. And on that note, wall fans and common censors, I'm definitely pulling that clip. Freaking morons. Cousin Beto. You're out of the family, Beto. Hopefully he hears that. Not actually related to Beto. O'Rourke is a fairly common name uh, for those of Irish descent. Uh, that's going to do it for episode 124 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Also our YouTube channel. Head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And make sure you bookmark SeanO'RourkeLive.com and check out our Patreon, which is featured on that website, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. As I said, this has been episode 124 of Go Tell It to the Ball podcast. I'm, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We will be back next week with episode 125. But until then, remember, Wall fans, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and especially no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense. <laughs>